You're listening to episode 51 of the Broken Glass Podcast, being authentically you in the music industry with Dina Renee. You're listening to the Broken Glass Podcast, a podcast with a mission to highlight women in the music industry through their stories, from their successes to their trials and tribulations. We'll share tools and resources available to you to make your music dream job come to life or to start that business you've always wanted to own. But most of all, you'll be a part of the Broken Glass community where we support and encourage each other and open the doors to working in music. I'm your host, Christy Jacobson, entrepreneur, music lover, wonderluster, and dreamer. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the Broken Glass Podcast. Today I have Dina Renee with me. She is an upcoming pop artist, singer-songwriter, uh, originally from Knoxville, Tennessee, but she now is currently based in Los Angeles. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. You have um, a great story. And we were chatting before uh, we came on here about some of the different things you're working on. And I'm really excited to, to chat with you about that. So let's just kind of dive right in. Just So tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're doing now. And then we'll, we'll go a little bit into your, your history in music. Yeah. Um, so I... Um, What's my story? Gosh, I have a long story, but yeah, <laughs> I'm originally yeah from Tennessee. Um, always wanted to do music since I was probably three or four years old. I just had this like feeling that that's what I wanted to do was pop music. And I didn't really start releasing music until after college, I moved out to LA and just never really looked back and then started, you know, really pursuing like my dreams of acting and singing and just being creative and Ever since I've um, just done all kinds of different jobs to try to pay for my music, but um, but yeah, my um, latest single is what I'm not gonna do, and um, I I did um, I, I just finished my music video and released it, so I'm really excited about that. That's probably been like the most the best thing I've done lately that I'm proud of is my music video because I had a lot of input. I styled it, I produced it, and I directed it, so it's really like from my heart, you know, I feel like uh, it's definitely very, very me. So it's like the most me thing I've ever put out there. So. Yeah. That's really cool that you, you've really kind of taken that independent route to it. You, you've done it all on your own. And um, I think you'd mentioned to me too, that you produced it as well. Yeah. Gosh. I, I, it's funny. Like when you're an independent artist, you know, you have to kind of you kind of have to do take like the reins and, and all, all that stuff, but it was cool to produce it because I was able to really, you know, pick the place I wanted to have the shoot at and put the people in. And I wanted, you know, just kind of make the, you know, make the decisions of, you know, what was really important to me. And I, I think the as an artist, you know, as a creative person, the more input you really do have into what you put out there, the more meaningful it really is. And you can just sense it in the music, you know, you can sense it in like the way you move in the video, like the feeling you get is like, you know, you care so much more about it when you have that input, you know? Yeah. And I was going to say, it's your, it's really your vision. Like you wrote the song, you sing the song and now you're bringing that song to life. And that's, you're bringing it to life in the way you envision it, not in the way someone else is. Cause I remember watching, you know, years ago on MTV 
you know, what was it called? It was making the video or yes, it was that yes. program where they would, that. you know, have these like huge artists. Like I remember watching Backstreet Boys and Britney Spears yeah. and, and all those artists. And, and it, yeah. it was always someone else's concept that they brought to the table, especially in the beginning of their careers. Right. And yes. And, um, and that was, that was part of why, like, um, I know Britney Spears, like with baby one more time, they had a completely different vision for that video. And she said, no, she was like, I'm not doing it. And at 16 years old, she said no and told them what she wanted. And her manager had her back. And that's why she became the star that she is. Because like you could see it in her eyes in that video that she like really loved what she was doing, I think. But yeah, you're so right. I think like when you have a, um, when you have a label, they really do take control and they'll try to make you whatever artist they want you to be. And I would have such a huge problem with that because I know exactly who I am. And I would be like, no, I'm not that. Don't do this to me. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it, it just brings that song to life for you and for your fans. And it's, uh, you know, I really like to talk about authentic, authentic oh my goodness, authenticity. I, I was trying to say that word the other day too. I was like, I can't say it. I'm not even going to try it. Now. <laughs> it's been a long day. Um, but it, it just brings that authenticity to, to everything, right? Because you're the one that wrote it. You're the one that produced it. You're the one that directed the video. And it's, it's 100% your vision. Yeah. And that's actually, that's the, that's the message actually in my video is I'm in love with a gay man in it. And I, um, one of my friends, he actually inspired me to even want to do the video because this guy is a friend of mine. He's just amazing. And he's hilarious. So I had him in the video and he is basically my kin and I'm Barbie and I'm, we're in this like dream house scenario and he's trying to make me domesticated and I don't want to be domesticated. I just want to put on like a club dress and like go out and hang out with my friends. But he like, you know, picks what I wear, like won't let me, you know, makes me cook for him. And then at the end of the video, he's, you know, becomes the person that I actually want to be. He like puts on like a sparkly shirt that says fierce and he goes out because he's actually gay and, he, and he's like free and dancing around and happy when he was being really mean to me the whole video. And then I'm dancing with my friends in like a sequin dress happy. So like I kind of wanted to like show in that video that, to you know, you should be your authentic self to really, um, I wanted to show that, you know, no matter, even if things could seem perfect, like what's really important is just being authentic and his authentic self is gay. So he needs to go out and do that. I love that idea, that whole concept. That's awesome. <laughs> it was a hard concept. To try to, me and the um, DP figured it out. So I was like, I have to have Connor in it, but what can we do? And then I realized, wait, I've actually been in love with a gay man before. So let's just do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just my love, life. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I love the, the message behind it. And because I've, you know, really been, especially when it comes to social media, it's so hard you know, for, for your, your business side or your, you know, sometimes the artist side to really be yourself and to really let that sh show through. And I've been really working hard on that. And I, you know, it, it's those posts that are super authentic that resonate with the audience. And I've seen that in, you know, the artists that I listen to, you know, when I see them on, on, on social media or I listen to their music, it's, it's the songs that are true to them that I resonate with more than the ones that maybe somebody else wrote or um, yeah, you know, exactly. that they, they wrote just because they needed a filler or something like that. So yeah, that it's whole so message, true. I love it. And it, it's hard. It's like with this business, it's like, it's almost like there's no, 
it's hard no matter what way you go. But I do think, you know, there's ups to having a label because, you know, you don't have to spend all of your money on everything. But <laughs> I know it would be also really hard because they do try to control you, you know. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, there's always there's ups and downs of it all. But yeah, I just I just try to, I've been on a lot of reality shows um, accidentally. And that was always, <laughs> that was always a struggle because I would think, God, what character are they going to make me when this airs? Like, I'm so scared because right. I don't have a filter. And I think now, after I've already like put myself out there so many times, I just don't care anymore what anybody thinks, you know? So I try right. to try to just be authentically myself now. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the great way to think of it. Um, kind of, I guess, along those lines, you, you know, you mentioned that you were, you've done some accidentally done some reality TV. Um, how did you, let's kind of take it back a little bit. How did you get, you know, in, started in music and involved in the industry? And I know you'd mentioned um, to me before we got on that you're an actress too. And it sounds like you kind of, you wear a lot of different hats. So let's just kind of, let's go back and, and talk about that. Um. So yeah, I, gosh, I always wanted to do acting. I grew up, my dad was a, um, electronic technician for um, HGTV. So I grew up going on sets with him and I just like was kind of annoyed, honestly, because I would be on like the set of like a sewing show and I'd be like, excuse me, why can't we move to New York City or LA and I'll be on the (laughs) set of Friends? Like I was so mad, but pretty cool actually, if I think about it. But I, um, so I don't know, I just always wanted to do that. I always wanted to be a singer. Um, Music to me, I, I learned how to play piano by ear when I was three or four. And I just knew instinctively, like, that's what I wanted the most was music. But I had, I, acting was something I got kind of into in high school. And um, it was just, re- it came really easily to me. And people thought I was really funny for some reason when I was actually being serious. And so I was, you know, it was one of those things people really wanted me, me to be a stand-up comic. And I didn't even know what that was. And it was all, you know, that's literally what people wanted me to do. And so I would impersonate other people when I would sing because no one took me seriously. So I would impersonate like just anybody I could just to make a joke out of myself. So I didn't take music seriously. I didn't tell people that like I really wanted to be an actual singer until probably I was 19 or something like that. So I, um, after I, after college was over and I moved out to LA, I started writing for, um, I met a music producer that worked with all kinds of people. And I started writing for him, for his artists that he had. And, um, then I was able to start writing. He started giving me tracks for myself, um, for my own artist projects. And that kind of led me to work with another producer, um, that I work with now till this day, and I'm really good friends with them as well. And they've kind of guided me on my career path when it comes to music. But um, in the midst of all of this, I really thought that, you know, I would get into acting first, and then I would be able to like pay for my music through the acting. So when I first moved out here, I was really doing, um, gosh, a lot more acting stuff, I, I guess you would say. But I realized later, you know, if I really have to choose one or the other, it's going to be music. So that's when I started to work, you know, jobs, different jobs that paid a little bit more that I could use my college degree and kind of put acting more so just doing short films instead of going on auditions every day. And, um, and yeah, so I started, you know, just really focusing more on my music the last, um, 
honestly, after at the last five years, I've really grown a lot because I started performing live everywhere. And I just got the courage to go for it because I, I was very much um, in a dark time. My mom had cancer when, um, after I moved out here, her cancer came back. And so, um, yeah, I, after I lost my mother to cancer, I just started really pursuing the, the singing more and more. Oh, it's a long story, but, but yeah. Cause I was just like, gosh, life is so short. You just have to, what, why do I worry about, oh, I don't have enough songs to perform live. I should just perform live, you know? Right. Yeah. Just you put yourself out there and, and, you know, do, do what you feel is right for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, the reality show thing that just happens out of nowhere, but God, I've done every <laughs> job you can think. I, I've literally, I did stand up comedy a few times. I actually went really well, but I hated inviting people out to my shows being like, Hey, I'm going to be really funny tonight. Come watch. Like I just, <laughs> I just felt like that was not authentic to what I wanted to be at the time. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, I still, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things. It's like, I got very jaded for a period of, of time being out here. I've been out here eight years. And uh, when my mom got sick again, I just did not know how to deal with that. And so I, um, that really, I was back and forth for the first five years I was out here. Um, half of every year just being with her and I I um, really went through a very like dark period and now it's obviously it's horrible it's really hard without my mom but I feel like she's been able to help me in ways that I've never been helped before like with her not even like I, I swear she'll like send me people to help me with music and it's like the weirdest thing but but yeah yeah that that's hard but I'm you know we you mentioned earlier, just, you know, it's doing what you, what you love and in really doing things that you think would make them proud, you know, and, and following yeah. your dream. Cause I think that's what, you know, parents want for all of us is for us to, to follow our dreams and to do what's right for us. Um, you know, I've recently had to make a, a very big career decision, um, with just in the last couple of weeks. And, you know, I, I kind of came back to, I mean, selfishly for me what's right for me but then also like you know thinking kind of back like okay what was the path that my parents guided me down you know and 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 pushed me towards and you know when I moved out here five almost five years ago now you know it was it was scary it was like I (laughs) like I'm leaving because I moved from New Jersey so it was like I'm going clear across the country I don't know anybody here and I'm you know I at the time I didn't have job prospect. I was coming out for grad school and, you know, my parents just like, no, go, go, go do this. This is you know, what that. you want to do. So when I had to make this big decision a couple weeks ago, it was like, I had to think back to that. Okay. You know, five years ago when I was moving here, what, what did they say? What, what did they, you know, and what, if I, you know, followed this other path, would that be something that, you know, would be good for me and that would make them proud or, you know, just really thinking about that. Right. And you, you kind of think back to your history with mm-hmm. your parents and, and, and what they supported you on. And, you know, I know my parents would have supported me on anything, but you know, what was the, the driving factor that brought me here? You know? So it, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like, I think we, I, I think my whole life I had this vision of what I really wanted and I, I knew it, like I already saw it, but my thing was like, my, my parents were very supportive, but they didn't see the vision that I did for myself. 
And that's what made me not do it for so long. And, um, and that's what I've realized. Like I, I tell like, you know, other people that are younger than me, I'm like, you know, if you, if you envision something for yourself, it doesn't mean, you know, everybody else has to see it as well. Cause a lot of times right. they don't see it and they'll just tell you to do stand up yeah. comedy. <laughs> 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 but you know but it, but it, that's what that's the thing it's like you just have to but yeah you're right like I always just want to do you know what would make my family proud but but yeah it's 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 always I feel like now my mom understands in a different way mm-hmm. that she can like you know see the bigger picture of everything yeah yeah um so with with your music um I know you're working on some singles now um, which is kind of, you know, I think the way a lot of the industry has been going, there's not as many, you know, people don't really come out with LPs anymore. It's, it's more a single every couple of months. And I think, you know, we were chatting earlier and it's kind of seems like that's the path you're going down. So yeah. Yeah. What's that, that process like for you? Um, <laughs> it's hard. I, you know, I wanted, I wish I could just do albums, you know, like, cause it's like, you just like a piece of your life. You want to have it all on an album together and release it. Um, but yeah, it's one of those things when you're an indie artist, you kind of have to promote because every single single, you have to have money behind it to promote it, to have to get it out there. You can't just, you know, you can release it, but like no one's really, for, for the most part, unless you get really lucky and you get on a bunch of playlists, it just doesn't get heard as much. So it's like if I did a whole album, Lord knows how much that would cost me to, to yeah. produce it. But you know what I mean? It would be, which I'm still, I still want to do that. But mm-hmm. right now, yeah, I have, I've just been releasing singles, which is fine. You know, at least I'm able to like promote each one as I go. But I have um, about, I have around two to four new songs that I want to maybe try to release as an EP or release them just on their own. But they're, they're really, it, there's one in particular called Only Human that I really want to release during quarantine because it's about, you know, being really hard on yourself. And it's, my my producer was like, can you not write a song about a guy that ruins your life (laughs) for this one? Like, can this not be about a stupid guy? And I was like, okay, fine. And I was really annoyed that he said that. But then I was like, fine, I'm going to write a song about being like really hard. I wanted a song about using, you know, alcohol to escape, using, um, I, I, I talk about that in the song and I talk about, you know, just being really hard on yourself and, and not going for, you know, the passions that you have because you, I'm a perfectionist. So that was my biggest struggle of like not doing things. Cause I think, Oh, well, I'm not gonna, it's not going to be good enough. Right. And so I, I really like that song because I, I feel like during this quarantine, it would be really good for people to hear. <laughs> so yeah. I might, so I might try to release that one first, but but yeah, um, it's it's definitely a process, and I I'm actually getting a recording studio. I'm I've got I'm trying to make one in my um, apartment right now, just so I'm gonna be able to release you know more songs instead of just relying on um, you know the money it takes to hire a producer. Because I think if I could just record the vocals myself and get them out to other people, that'd be better, probably. Yeah, and I mean, who knows when we're gonna be able to. <laughs> So I, I heard. I mean, I heard that California is pushing to July now. At some, mm-hmm. I don't think it's been. I don't know if it's been officially announced yet. But um, this this is probably going to go live in July. So if we're in July, 
we might actually not be in quarantine anymore. <laughs> yeah. But right now we're, yeah. we're in the beginning of May and, you know, I think Friday the 15th this, this week is when our safer at home is supposed to be ending. But, you know, it's obviously nothing is going to open right away. Um, but yeah, I mean, it could be a while before um, we're able to get in studios and, you know, back out into something of a, a semi-normal life for most of us. So, and I've heard that too. A lot of people are, how can I build a studio in my apartment? How can I, um, you know, do, do my work from home? Really? <laughs> yeah. And I, um, it's one of those, this quarantine has been such a, it's been, you know, I've had, I'm sure you have too, like I've had good days and I've had bad days and I've been, you know, I live by myself. So like, I'll get really depressed sometimes, mm-hmm. but then I'm also the kind of person that, I'm, I have fear of missing out what FOMO, whatever that is. Like I have that, like I've always had, that. I, I love to escape whatever situation I'm in. And I, um, this whole quarantine situation has made me like have to face like the things I've been wanting to do and things I've put off and having a studio. in. I had a studio in my, in my little house in Tennessee before I moved here. And it's like, I've been meaning to do this for so long and now I'm like already bought the microphone like I'm on my way I'm, I'm getting there mm-hmm. but there's you know there's been so many things I've put off and I am finally doing and I'm just like I'm shocked at myself really can't believe it but I hope like that's what I hope for everybody I hope everybody can just at least like start to focus on the passions that they had before their job took up too much of their time and you know, like figure out the things that they really want to be doing. So when this is over, they can actually do the things they love the most and maybe, you know, do a different job than they thought that they wanted, you know? Yeah. I think it's been great for, I mean, it's awful, but at the same time, it's, right, been, right. it's been good for, you know, I know I've personally have done a lot of reflecting on, you know, what I want the podcast to be, what I want my business to be, what I want to do in my life and where I want to go once I can travel again, you know, it's, you've got that time to really just kind of sit and reflect and, and think about it. And, you know, I know a lot of people have shifted their businesses and their careers online. You know, I mean, you were, um, Broken Glass Media hosted two different live streams in the last you know couple of weeks and you were on the one a couple of weeks ago and it's it's just things like that that are kind of interesting to see you know performers going on Instagram Live and Facebook Live and how can we still connect with our audiences and still in some ways earn money because I know a lot of people were putting their Venmo or PayPal links to for tips and all that so it's just it's definitely been interesting to to just see the the innovation that's come out of it. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's it's interesting. I remember in college, I went to school for um, journalism, and electronic media was the major. And they would come into our rooms it's a long time ago. They'd be like, you know, everything's shifting to the internet, the media. And I was just like, what are they? I mean, I I didn't really take them that seriously, but they were right. <laughs> they were so right. Like now, I'm just like, I actually, um, I I do different. Um, I do makeup tutorials on an app. I do piano on an app to teach people. Like I do so many different things right now online. It's, it's such a funny thing. It makes it, like, who would have thought that I could get paid for doing my makeup, but yeah. <laughs> what? That's pretty cool. Um, I, I know, uh, 
I've been kind of dabbling and we, we chatted about this before we came on the recording too, um, dabbling in creating online courses and, and how can I, you know, there's a lot of people who are transitioning their businesses online or who want to start a podcast or who want, you know, all kinds of things. And I'm like, how can I help those people without, you know, being their consultant and doing it for them? Cause you know, that would, you know, a course would be a lot cheaper for them, you know, cause my, my, my fee as a service provider, you know, to build that for them would be, you know, a lot more. Yeah. So how can I, how can I make it accessible for these people who, who want to bring their, their business online, but maybe aren't so sure about the tech or the different things they need and, and to think about. Um, and I know you had mentioned that you're working on one too. Yeah. I, I, it's so crazy. So I, um, I made my place a place for photo shoots. So I painted it all different colors. I call it the um, Hollywood Pastel Palace or the Barbie Pastel Palace. I'm still trying to work <laughs> on which one I want. But um, so I, that was the first step of really, and then my manager, Birdie, reached out to me and said, you know, would you want to teach a class about how to make your home authentically you? And what was so funny is that she reached out to me about this when I was already developing a class on how to clear your clutter and get your life back. Because I literally, I tell people I put the whore in hoarder for so long and it ruined my life. Like I literally was, I couldn't get anything done that I wanted to get done because I had so many clothes that just, and so much stuff that it was more clothes than other things. But when you live somewhere for like, eight years it just really I think adds up I guess yeah. but you're, you're yeah, not having to move it everywhere and <laughs> carry yeah, it around and, and yeah yeah and I, I've always had a lot of clothes I worked in retail for a long time and I, I, I'm a bargain shopper so and I love clothes but yeah um long story short I finally I got new floor in my place which made me have to get rid of everything that was on the floor so because I couldn't move it right and so that was the start of it all and after I started to get rid of everything, it took a long time. I literally don't have that much stuff anymore. And it's crazy. It really did change my entire life. And um, then she came to me with that class idea. And I'm like, well, th so those are the two classes I'm going to have is one, you know, how to clear your clutter and get your life back. And then I have the other one of how to make your home authentically you. Because people don't realize, you know, when you're in a house, like I was here for so long with white walls and disgusting carpet and yeah my some, some of my furniture was cute I had but I, I just felt so I, I was escaping my place all the time because I didn't want I was embarrassed to even have people over because it was just a constant disaster and I didn't feel like I was me in my home because mm -hmm. I like very colorful everything so um there's all these different things I talk about in the class of just how to really um figure out what your style really is because a lot of men especially they don't know but it, it's like the little things you can paint a table that's black that you've had forever maybe you can't afford another table you can literally paint it two different colors and suddenly you get joy when you walk past that table because you put your touch into that and it makes you feel happy like people don't realize like we start and we end our day at our home so it's like if we're not happy in that space that can really affect so much other things of our lives you know Right. And well, now we're in our home all the time. Exactly. So, and thank God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so true. Yeah. And you know, I've been, even just this morning for me, I was like, okay, I need to clean. I need to put things mm -hmm. away. And you know, it, it impacts your, you know, your, your productivity with your, your business and, you know, 
for me, full-time job and then working on, you know, podcasting, it's, I would get done with my full-time job and this place is a mess and my brain is a mess. And, and, and once I cleaned up, it was like, okay, this is much better. <laughs> now I can think about, you know, so the, true. The, and all of that. And, um, it, it just, yeah, it totally impacts your, your day and now your whole life at this point. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I really, um, so much that's why this quarantine has been an interesting thing for me because now that I have things actually organized and I've had I've had no excuse that I've just had to do it I feel like I have a clear head and I can Mm -hmm. actually make my music studio and then I can make music (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah I mean I you know I I've always done this podcast at home I've never gone into a studio for it but you know being here all the time now I'm like okay so there's a lot of noise coming from here how can I <laughs> how can I change the sound in here and you know block out the the train that goes by and um all that so it's it, you know gets you thinking um for sure about how you want to improve your your situation yeah for sure yeah. And it sounds like, um, you've really, you know, with the different things that you, you kind of dabble and you've really, um, thought about your, your career, whether it's as an artist or you know, as a musician or as an artist in general, you know, with the different things that you do as, as a business. Right. And, you know, I talk a lot on the podcast about, um, thinking of your career as a business, thinking of yourself as an entrepreneur. Um, and, and I know that that, can get overwhelming when you have a lot of different things going on. So do you, do you have any kind of any tips to manage all the different projects that you work on and how do you, how do you really structure your day like that? Gosh, <laughs> I wish I had to. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, it's, it's a, it's a weird thing. I, I'm kind of, I swear I've just always um, doing something like people don't really know how I have so much energy to just keep going, but I guess the advice I would give is make sure that you're doing the things that you love the most, that those are the things that are on the top of your list. Like, let's say a bunch of people come to you with different things they want you to do. Maybe don't give them a clear, like take some time to think before you commit to everything. Because a lot of times you could commit to some things. And if I commit to something, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to cancel usually, because I'm not going to do that to somebody. But I've had situations where I could get a really good opportunity come in and I've already committed to something that I said yes to within like a minute because I, I have no filter and I just speak before I think. <laughs> but what I've realized through this whole thing is like my true passions are, are music, um, acting, photography, makeup, and styling. And those are like the things I like to do. And um, I have so many other jobs that I've been doing the last few years that like, you know, I have jobs like that are okay. Like they pay well or whatever, but that's not my true passion. And that's what I really want to come out of this. And what I want to help other people to realize is, you know, um, try to, if you're wearing many hats, if you are an entrepreneur, like try to make sure that you are doing the things that you love the most are the things that you're going to make the most money doing because you're going to be the best at them. So I think, it's really about structuring your day to put the things that are most important to make sure you're taking time to, to figure out how you're going to be able to do those. I don't know if that makes any sense, but yeah, um. it, it, it does. Cause I think especially in, in the music industry and in the, the broader entertainment industry, you know, we're always on the go with, with one thing or another, you know, we have, 
you know, we'll have a full-time job and then gig at night or record at Mm -hmm. night or, you know, the weekends are filled with, with doing other projects and, and people in other industries, yeah, they may have other things on the go, but I feel like in the entertainment industry, there's always something pulling us in different directions. And you just really need to like, like you said, just really what, what resonates most with you? What's, wait, what's the thing that you want to do? It's yeah. And it's, it's funny. Cause I mean, everyone's always said, pick one thing and be really good at that. And I've never been able to pick one thing. That's just not who I am. But mm-hmm. I did realize like with acting and singing, if I had to pick one thing, then I'm not going to, I'm not going to go on these million auditions a day and not get the part and miss out on, on a job that I would have got actually paid from that day. Right. And, um, so that was my thing with acting. If I had, so I was like, oh, I'll just, I'll just do another job. But I do think a lot of times we, we wasted time doing jobs for the money and we haven't really paid attention to what our inner soul really wants, which is what is the one thing we would do if we didn't get paid and we would do it for right. free and we're probably already doing it. And that for me is probably photography as well. Cause it's like, I've been taking pictures and editing pictures. Like I love that more than anything. I've always been like that. So it's like, why am I not doing that more on the side than these other like jobs? You know. <laughs> so that's what I've tried to take away from all of this. And like, I think we can all do what we're the most passionate about. It's just about not being afraid to do it. Yeah. Um, it's kind of funny you mentioned one thing because I just finished reading a book called The One Thing. <laughs> oh. And um, it, it was really good. And, um, you know, at first I thought it's like, okay, this is going to tell me that I there's only one thing that I can do because, you know, kind of heard that. But um, one of the things, exercises that he actually has you do is – you know, kind of go through, you know, say, you know, what's my one, I guess you could say lifetime goal. And then what's, what, what, what can I do today that will get me to that goal? Right. So you kind of work through what can I do today? What can I do this week? What can I do this month, this year, you know, and it works up. So, you know, you might have this one big end goal, but today you're going to do one, the one thing that can get you to that. So. I love that. Yeah, it's it's I, I'm probably totally butchering this. <laughs> but <laughs> no, that makes but sense. um it's it's really, you know, focusing on on the one thing that's going to get you to where you want to be. Um, you know, he talks about how like, you know, you shouldn't be multitasking, you should be single focused, and and that really resonated with me. And I was like, okay, that makes sense because I was trying to do all kinds of things with, with my business and I wasn't getting anywhere. And once I said, okay, this is the one thing I'm going to do. Like I have the podcast, that's the marketing, marketing portion of it. Right. And in the connecting and, and, and networking with people, but then what's the one service that I can provide to my audience. Right. Cause I was thinking, okay, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do that. And I'm going to have, you know, all these different, you know, streams of income, but nothing was happening. And then I had to focus down. And once I focused down, it's like, okay, this is doable. Let me get really solid at that. And then I can move into the other things. So it, it kind of goes back mm-hmm. to what you were, you were talking about, but yeah, it's a really great book. And it's something that I would recommend for anybody, yeah, I need whether to you're this. in business or you're an artist, it's just really, you know, keeping your focus on, on one thing so you can, you know, be successful. No, and that's uh, like lately I've been, you know, doing my vocal exercises every single day. 
because that's exactly like what you were saying in the book because it, it does it makes you feel like at least you're like working it's a practice you're working I play piano every day like I, I have mm-hmm. to like at least get that practice in where I you know because you never know when you're going to have an online show and you should be prepared <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah yeah and it kind of goes there's another one that I read called Atomic Habits and I thought they were going to be two totally different but they kind of played into each other so they're both really good and it you know it, the atomic habits is about creating, you know, each these small habits every day that, you know, eventually, you know, grow and, 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 you know, help you get to where you want to be. So th- they're both really great. Um, the Tom of habit, uh, atomic, like, atomic, atomic habits. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> atomic habits. Yeah. Atomic habits. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I that was that. a really good one. It's too. so weird. I've been thinking about both of those things. Like literally I'm like, okay, I just need to do this. So it becomes a habit. Yep. Yeah, they're they're both great books. So I I recommend for anybody whether you're in business, you're in creative, like it's they're just great for for really self develop uh, personal development. Um, Love that. Yeah, yeah. So kind of shifting gears here, um, the the podcast we highlight women and their their stories and how they got to where they are, um, but I also chat a little bit about you know, maybe the, the struggles that we all go through. Cause I know a lot of people, you know, I, I was very lucky in my career so far where um, I've had a lot of very supportive colleagues. Um, my only struggle was really getting into the industry and how to get my foot in the door. Um, but I know other, other women have had, um, you know, they, 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 you know, come across different resistance because they're a female in the industry. And I was just curious if you've experienced any of that, you know, whether it's as a woman or just in general and how you overcame that resistance? Um, yeah, I think, I think, um, it's happened before, like when it comes to maybe just making music or, um, the decisions that go into, you know, the production side of all of that, you know, a lot of men can think like, oh, you know, a woman doesn't know like the technical terms or whatever it is. But um, I think it's all just about kind of teamwork when I get in that situation. I just kind of, it's more so like what I do than more than what I say. Like, I don't need to like say a lot to prove myself. It's more like, hey, um, I kind of do take a stand. Like if I believe something, I'm very um, passionate and I do, tell people like what I think so I think what I've gotten in that situation where I do feel like a man is being condescending to me because I'm a woman which does happen because they think that we just don't know certain things that they do so I think a lot of times people can underestimate you and think that you don't know certain things because you're a woman and um that really bugs me like I'm telling you I can't handle it I don't like when when anyone's (laughs) condescending or and it it does happen. I don't know if it's just because you're a woman, but um, I come from a very like technical like background. Like my dad was like very very technical minded, and so I think I got that from him. So when I have gotten in that situation, I've just they usually realize I know more than they thought I did mm-hmm. later. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's just you know just really showing that you can do it and and um, not letting it bring you down. Right. And I actually yeah. I just had this conversation earlier today and it was, it was, you know, that's, that's their thoughts about it. 
you know, don't focus on what they think, right? It's all about, you know, you and what you think. And um, I, I love uh, Jen Sincero. She has a quote and I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's, you know, what they think, uh, what they think um, doesn't mean anything to you or something like that. Like it, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm, I'm butchering that again. I'm, I'm not doing no, well with fine. quotes tonight. No, you're, um, but it's, no, you know, I just, think I know what the quote is. I can't think of it either. I, yeah. Books. <laughs> um, you know, it's just basically like, you know, don't, it's, it, it kind of comes back to like limiting beliefs and imposter syndrome and it's, it's don't, don't let them control their thoughts about you control what you do. Right. Like you shouldn't worry about them. Um, and I think it, it, I remember reading that quote and I was like, yes, this is, <laughs> this is it. Like, you know, I, oh my God, what is the quote? I, I can't I, think that. Yeah. It's, I know. Uh, I'm, I'm going to look for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but it's, it's, it does. It happens a lot, especially in Hollywood. But I mean, I've witnessed, you know, I've witnessed directors, you know, saying that they'll put me in a movie if I'd hook up with them before all the Me Too movement stuff, you know, and it, it's horrible, the stuff yeah. that I've encountered, you know, and I would, it's, it can, but I, I think really just focusing on, you know, what it is, what was I, I'm lost my train of thought now, I can't think, but I, I feel like I shouldn't have okay. said the thing about the director. <laughs> yeah. I, I found it. It's, it's what other people think about you has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. Yes. No, that's, that's completely true. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember reading that and just being like, oh my gosh, that's, that's so you know, true. And, and you know what it is? It's yeah. People have men, they have insecurities and, mm-hmm. and they will, everyone that has an insecurity they they pin it on you and then you're Mm -hmm. thinking wait why am I as an empath feeling everything but I didn't even do anything wrong you know right yeah yeah I I, like I said earlier I've been I've been lucky in my career where I've had a lot of colleagues that you know supported me you know or support everybody you know equally you know whether you're male or female that you know it doesn't matter to them and I think that's definitely what we need more of I mean, in the world in general, but in the industry too. Yeah, for sure. I think so. I think it's becoming more like that, hopefully now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely. I've, you know, I've witnessed it, especially honestly in Tennessee, a little bit more than here. Even <laughs> People just think women yeah. don't know anything. Well, I think here too, it's just, it's people from all over the place, right? Like you mm-hmm. got um, it's, it's very open-minded here and, um, it's just a different, you know, um, I guess political, politically, politically and, and, you know, different thoughts here and it's, it's worldwide. Like there's, there's people, you know, I've met from all across the world here. So it's yeah, for, yeah, very different place. Yeah. Um, so kind of wrapping up here, I can't believe we're almost, <laughs> we're almost at the end. <laughs> nice talking to you. Yeah. Um, we kind of chatted about your, your singles and is there anything else, you know, I, I know we talked about the class too. Is there anything else you know, kind of on the horizon? Um, you know, hopefully once we can get back out and do shows again, um, you know, anything else coming up that you're excited about? Um, I'm just excited. Probably just the most thing I'm excited about is doing my new, um, 
God, I can't, I don't know why I can't talk right now. Uh, the, you can cut that part. <laughs> I can't talk anymore. I don't know what's happening. I can't either. Don't worry. <laughs> I was going to say, um, yeah, I'm just excited to make more music videos. Is that crazy? I know everyone's like, just make more singles, but I want to make more music videos. <laughs> I just, I want to make, I want to be able to release more music, um, more consistently mm-hmm. and, um, hopefully get, on some collaborations with DJs and just have more music out there that inspires people and um, really, yeah, to do more shows, um, to have photo shoots at my place and people filming their music videos here would be really cool. But yeah, just to create, you know, and hopefully get into acting again. Like when all this is over, yeah, I just really want to, Hopefully get signed to a label. That's my goal. That's what I'm excited about. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I'm I'm just excited to be able to get out and <laughs> to, to get just to get to yeah, get out to go to shows. And um, I had some that I was looking forward to, and the one is still has not been canceled yet. It's in September, so we'll see. <laughs> it's not. It's actually in a different state, so we'll see what what happens with that. But um. You know, I just miss being in that, that atmosphere, I think. And I think, um, you know, yeah. just for artists like, like you, I'm sure it's like, I want to get on stage again. <laughs> yeah, no, I miss go. I miss being on stage for sure. Like it was just, it's, it, but for some odd reason, it feels like a lifetime ago. Like yeah. that was so, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, I, I, I it's what's so weird about this quarantine is I didn't plan any shows the month that we went into lockdown. Like, I don't know why, but I just sensed that something weird was going to happen. And I didn't even know about Corona yet. But um, yeah, it's like, I, I just knew. I was like, well, this yeah. something's going to be weird. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited to perform again and just to create. Like, I, I just yeah. had such a blast, like actually, you know, having been so involved with my last video that I, I want to make another one. I already have like the concepts in my head of what I want to do. Yeah, that'll be exciting. And um, I'll definitely have to link to, to you in the show notes um, so everybody can find your videos in that. And uh, so actually, that's one of the last questions. Um, but before we get to, to where we can find you, um, do you have any favorite books or podcasts or artists that inspire you and, and inspire your work? Um, probably, well, my favorite podcast, one of them is my, my, one of my best friends, she has a podcast called Hot Pizza Ass. (laughs) It's about (laughs) just body positivity and everything else. Like, honestly, it's such an awesome, authentic podcast to her. And she does it. She just, um, she's amazing. She's a comedian. Everyone should check that podcast out. It, It inspires me to just be authentically me. But, um, Artists that inspire me right now are probably, um, I will always say Britney Spears because if it wasn't for her, I don't think I would have even, you know, believed in my own self just because like her music has never disappointed me and every other artist I've, you know, I've listened to over the years, they'll, they'll put out an album and I just don't, I'm like, what, why'd they have to do this? This isn't right anymore. But yeah, she's never disappointed me on any album that she's had. Um, I've always just kind of followed her music and loved it. But um, right now I love Selena Gomez's album. I love um, BB Rexa's, one of my favorites. But Max Martin, producer, he's amazing. Mm-hmm. He, he's like my favorite producer, of course. But um, 
but yeah, I, I, I'm just inspired by God, just pop music in general. I don't know why, but it's always just been what makes me feel happy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's uplifting and, um, you know, I actually talking to someone today and I went back to a nineties playlist a couple weeks ago <laughs> and I had all that nineties pop, uh, playing while that's, I was working. That's so who I am. my yeah. producer's always like, Oh my gosh, you like, you, you're stuck in the nineties, but my, <laughs> my biggest inspiration honestly is my niece. She's 10 and she, um, she's been writing and singing songs on the piano since she was three and it's it's actually terrifying. Like if you watch my videos of her, like you'll be like, this is really scary because like she's really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so I hope I'm gonna have her on some of my songs because she's literally way better than I am. She's so good. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Um, so wrapping up, last question here. Um, where can my audience uh, find you? Find your music online, uh, social media, and all that. Um, yes, yeah, so you can find everything at Dina Renee, and it's D-I-N-A Renee, R-E-N-E-E. And um, my YouTube is slash Dina Renee. Follow me on YouTube because I don't have that many subscribers. <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah, my, I'm most active on my Instagram. And then, um, yeah, everything's at Dina Renee. And then my, my website's DinaReneeMusic.com. All right. I'll be sure to link to all of that in the show notes. Everyone can find you and I'm definitely going to go subscribe to your YouTube and then check out the, <laughs> Thank you. Is, is the new, is the video on there yet or is it? It is. Yes, okay. Yes. Um, I will definitely go take a look at that. I took, so, you know, 10 years off of YouTube, but I'm back. <laughs> Too late. Yeah. It was like a, it was big when it came out and then it kind of like made a lull and now it's, it's big again. Um, yeah. I've actually been thinking about doing my own too. So <laughs> we'll right? see. We'll see. Um, I wish I didn't stop before. But. <laughs> yeah. Well, this was awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, and I can't wait to connect my, my audience with you. Yes. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It's so great talking to you. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to the Broken Glass Podcast. If you like the show and want to know more, Visit www.brokenglassmediallc.com, subscribe to the podcast, and don't forget to leave a review. Join me each week to hear new stories, learn all about the tools and resources available to you, and get tips for building a career in music. If you're interested in becoming part of a community of supportive women in music, join our secret community on Facebook at the Broken Glass Collective.